This is a Courageous Church podcast, equipping and empowering you to live a courageous life. Join us now as we listen to a message from Courageous Church in Salt Lake City, Utah. Before I get to our message, I want to pray. Thank you, God, for tonight in this place. Thank you for all you've done in 2021. What a year. God, you filled our hearts with wonder. You filled our hearts with expectation. We've seen you save souls. We've seen you touch lives. We've seen you heal people of tumors. God, we've seen you do amazing things this year. We've seen many get baptized and filled with your Holy Spirit. We've seen hearts transformed by the power of your word. We've seen people all over the world, Lord God, be reached with your gospel, which is your good news for us. And tonight I pray that you would do that again. You would do that in our hearts. You would transform us and change us through the power of your living word in us and to us. And so give us ears to hear now. What is it you want to say to us this Christmas in Jesus' resurrected name? And everybody says amen. And amen. If you have your Bibles, go with me to the book of Luke. We're going to make this fast tonight, but I do have a little message for us. And it is this, fear not, Christ has come. Fear not, for Christ has come. Beginning in Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 11, it says this, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. Say, great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not, fear not. I don't know about you guys, but 2021 gave many of us a reason to be afraid. Maybe some of you are still there where you're not sure what's going to happen. You're not sure what's going to happen in our government, in our nation, in our world, in your own life, in your own family, and you've got plenty of reasons to be afraid. And yet, The good news of the gospel from the lips of the angel is this, fear not for behold, I bring you the gospel, the good news of great joy that will be for all. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. Fear not for Christ has come. You know, when we look at the world that we're living in right now, And we consider everything that's taken place over probably these last 18 months or so. It's really easy to be afraid, isn't it? When we turn on the news, it's sometimes often one bad story after the next, which is why I stopped listening to the news. It's murder. It's mayhem. It's people losing their minds. It's crazy making is what it is. And then we think about the chaos within our own lives. Some of you, we've walked with you through all kinds of crazy storms and situations this year. And we're dealing with that oftentimes on an everyday basis. And if you're a parent, come on, on an hourly basis. If you got kids, you understand what the crazy and circus is all about. Sometimes it's not just what happens around us, but what happens within us. Sometimes it's personal anxiety or stress or worry or depression or disappointment or discouragement or even doubt that tries to set in. And it can be easy to turn to fear. It can be easy to give in to the noise. It can be easy to become afraid. And yet, 
I'm here to tell you guys tonight, in the midst of all of this whirlwind of noise and chaos and fear, the angel comes bringing good news of great joy. Fear not, for Christ has come. Unto us this day is born a Savior. And the reason we're here tonight is because we believe this. We believe that God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son into the world, that all through him would have what? Eternal life. God didn't send Jesus into the world to condemn the world. No, but that all through him should and would be saved. Fear not, for Christ has come. When we talk about being saved, of course, we mean saved from our sins, but I believe the list is bigger than just our sins, you guys. It's saved from fear, saved from the presence of living with fear, saved from the presence of being afraid. And I'm not sure what fears you might be wrestling with today or tonight, and maybe for those of you watching online, I don't know what it is you're dealing. Maybe, maybe it's the fear of the unknown. I don't know what's gonna happen next. Maybe it's the fear of rejection. I don't want people to reject me. I want everybody to like me. Maybe it's the fear of wondering what people think about you when you're not there. But just listen to what God's word declares from the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. But God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. One translation says, a sound mind. Hear me on this, regardless of what you may be wrestling with, whatever presence of fear may have encroached upon your soul today, I believe Jesus came to set us free from living in and with fear. Time and time again, Jesus would say these words to his disciples, to his followers, fear not, do not be afraid. Fear not, do not be afraid. Fear not, do not be afraid. And friends, I'm here to echo that message tonight. Do not be afraid, church, for Christ has come. Christmas is all about the coming of Christ into our world, and it's also about the coming of Christ into our hearts where we deal with fear and chaos and commotion and crazy. Jesus, the Son of God, Emmanuel, meaning God incarnate, the one wrapped up in flesh, I like to call him the meaty one, full of meat that you can touch and put your fingers on. He's the incarnate one. He has come into our world. But perhaps the greater miracle is that he has come into our hearts by faith through grace alone. And perhaps that is something that you need to hear tonight. It's not that just that Jesus came over 2,000 years ago, but that perhaps God wants to come even now and fill you with the power and presence of his Holy Spirit. Some people say, well, how can Jesus live in me and live in her and live in him and live in him? He does, through, he does so through the power of his Holy Spirit. And that's what God wants for each and every one of us, for you and I to live with the present awareness that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has instead given us his very spirit abiding in us, living in us. That's the present awareness that he wants us to have, that he is with us. Because Christ has come, we do not have to be afraid. We have nothing to fear. Maybe you've bought into the idea that you have to just live with the fear or just kind of push it off to the side, but that it's always this present reality that you have to kind of contend with. 
that you have to cope with it or you have to find a way to manage it or deal with it. But I do not believe that that is the heartbeat of God for you. I don't believe that that's God's desire for you and for me. His desire is this, that we would have power, that we would have love, and that we would have self-discipline or sound thinking, that our minds would be whole. There are a lot of issues right now with regards to mental health in our culture. And I wonder if it might not be because people don't have the spirit of God living in them, but instead a spirit of fear. And I believe that this Christmas, Jesus wants to liberate people from fear. He wants to turn on the light in some darkness and cause fire to arise and awaken within the souls of his church once again, to be the kinds of people that will go out into the world and say, you guys, you don't have to be afraid. Let me tell you about the one who's helped me with my fear. Let me tell you about the one who walks on the water. Let me tell you about the one who makes the water into wine. Let me tell you about the one whose voice, the waves and the wind must obey. His name is Jesus, and he's not just a dead Savior. He's a risen Lord, and he wants to live in you, and he wants to live in me. And if you and I will yield to him, if you and I will give him room and prepare him room, he'll come, and he'll come in fullness and with power, love, and a self-disciplined, sound mind. In the Old Testament scriptures, David, the shepherd boy and king, wrote a lot of songs about God's heart for you and for me. And I believe he did this because he was a man after God's own heart. You know what that means? It means he lived his life in pursuit of the king. He lived his life in pursuit of God's heart. And here's what he said about God's heart in Psalm 23, verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff. What do they do, you guys? They comfort me. You know what? As sheep... You know what's comforting? The shepherd. The presence of the shepherd. And you and I, we're just sheeple. Bah, bah. We go this way. Bah. We go that way. Bah. Ooh, that's shiny. Let's go this way. Bah. Oh, that's enticing. Let's go this way. Bah. Oh, this person's really cool. Let's follow him. Bah. We're sheep. We're sheeple. And we need to learn how to hear the voice of our shepherd. More than that, we need to know that our shepherd is with us. And he says he'll never leave us or forsake us. Why? Because he's a good shepherd. Because his rod and his staff, they comfort me. That is the presence and symbol of his presence being with us. So no matter what we go through, no matter what valleys you've walked through in 2021, or no matter what mountaintops you might find yourself on, praise God, guess what? Your shepherd is with you. And because he is with you, you do not have to live in fear. David says, I will fear no evil. Here's a man that fought off bears. Here's a man that fought off lions. Here's a man who fought off wolves. Here's a man who faced giants. Come on. And what's his message to us? I.e., vis-a-vis, through the power of the Holy Spirit speaking to his church today. It's that we don't have to be afraid, church. No matter what we go through, we do not have to be afraid. Jesus knew this, and David knew this. David knew that his heart need not be troubled by fear. Though there were probably hundreds of reasons for David to be afraid, and for us to be afraid, he, me, you, us, we can live without the presence of fear. Because... Our good shepherd is with us. 
Friends, the purpose of Christmas, I believe, if you want to sum it all up, it's not about the presents. It's not about the wise men. It's not about the shepherds. It's not about all the hoopla and decor and songs and snow. And praise God, we might get some tonight. It's not about any of that. You know what it's about? If I could boil it all down to this one thing, God with us. The assurance of the promise that God, Emmanuel, Jesus, Yeshua, the saving one, is with us. He's with us on our best day and he's with us on our worst day. He's with you when you yell at the cat and he's with you when you yell at your neighbor. So treat Jesus nicely, people. Be kind to your neighbors this year. Be kind to retail workers this year. I saw a quote that said this, it's not their fault that you chose to wait until Mary's water broke to shop. Some of you will get that later. He said he would never leave us or forsake us. He said he would be with us to the very end of the age. Lo and behold, unto the very end of the age, I will be with you. Matthew 28. No matter how difficult life gets, he's with us. No matter how difficult your situation gets, he's with you. This is the good news and the purpose of Christmas. It's what millions upon millions of people have believed for centuries. So my question for you is this, as Jen returns to the keyboard. Do you know him? Do you know this Jesus I've been talking about? No, I don't mean do you know of him, but do you know him personally? You see, I know my wife Candace personally. I spend time with her. I talk to her. I have conversations with her, probably more than she would like. I speak and she listens most of the time because I've got the gift of gab or so I've been told. But you know what? When I shut up and listen, she talks to me and I get to hear her heart and I get to hear what she's about and what she's concerned about and what's on her heart. Why? Because I know her because I'm in a relationship with her. And so I'm wondering this today for some of you that might be here or even watching online. Do you know Jesus? Do you know him in a personal way, in a living way? Do you have a real relationship with Christ? Here's the cool part. I believe that Jesus made a way for every person who calls upon his name to know him. To know him like you know your best friend or your wife or your spouse. To know him as closer than a brother or closer than a friend or closer than even your own breath. Do you know him? I believe this is what people who have gone before us have known to be true about God, that he wants to have a relationship with us. And that the reason he sent his son was not so that we could just live distant from him, but so that we could live each and every day with the closeness and proximity of knowing that Jesus is with us. Maybe you're here today or maybe you're watching on, you've never opened your heart to Christ and this is your moment. I believe in the power of moments. I believe in the power of saying yes. I believe in the power of next steps. And this is just one of many next steps that we'd love for you to take, to be able to say yes to Jesus. And here's the cool part, he's already said yes to you. Christ first loved us. Before we ever said yes to him, he already said yes to you and to me. Thank you for listening today. If you were blessed and you want to be a part of what God is doing through Courageous Church, including ways that you can give, visit us online at CourageousChurch.com.